Disclaimer. The views expressed on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik are solely the opinions of the host and the guest. The content of the conversation is not reflective of the institutions or establishments mentioned therein. Take all these opinions with a pinch of salt and a dash of lime if needed. Namaskara, good morning, good afternoon or good evening whenever you're watching or listening and welcome to this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. As I'd mentioned in the previous episode, um, it's just going to be another solo episode where I ponder on what the future holds for myself, for this adventure that I've taken on, and some of the smaller things associated with all of that. Um, the reason why I wanted to just use another episode as an opportunity or as an avenue for me to talk about this is because talking it out aloud might also help me process a lot of things in some sense. Um, Because I do have some ideas floating around. I don't know if I'm in a position to share them all right away because (laughs) I don't know how strongly I believe in terms of them being able to be executed. But I'm going to talk about some of them at least see where this conversation goes. At least the conversation that I'm having with myself. Excuse me. So without further ado, let's get into it. After this introduction, music snippet that you'll hear, as you have in the previous episodes. All right, we're back. So, what does the future hold? Well, I'll break this down into two subsections. One being for myself as a human being, and the other being for the channel and for this fashion project that I started off last year. So starting off with what the future holds for me personally, um... In terms of making income and working, because I mean, I'm assuming some of you all already know this, I don't make anything from this. Um, and that, that wasn't necessarily the intention with which I started either, because um, I knew that I would have to have another job to be able to back this up and <laughs> keep myself afloat and pay rent and eat and so on. Um So, I mean, yeah, so for the time being, I will continue to work as a lab technician for the clinic that I work at. Not to get too convoluted and too sort of complicated about my status as a student in the United States, but basically, I came in here as an F1 student, which means that you get a visa status to be a student. And with that, you get... An internship period, if you want to call it that, but the actual term for it is optional practical training, um, which basically means that after you graduate, depending on what your degree is, you can get between one year to three years of work permit period where you can work in your field of study and gain some work experience. So since I was a student that was 
studying one of the STEM majors, which is forensic science and chemistry, I am eligible to apply for that extension after my first year completes, which is sometime around June of 2022. So basically, I'll be applying for that extension and see what works out. I mean, usually I've heard that things get approved, so I'm hopeful that things will be approved for me as well. And um, yeah, we'll take it from there. In terms of the future vision of the things that I've studied, um, I do really, and I think I've mentioned this in a few episodes already, but just to sort of... Oh, it's happening again. All right. Um... Fuck. Okay, where was I before my camera decided to crash again? Um, I was talking about my future plans in terms of what I want to do with the degree that I obtained. Paid a lot of money for. (laughs) Oh, it wasn't my money. I'm grateful that my parents were willing to um, send me all the way to the other side of the world to get a degree. So in no way am I belittling that at all. But, um, definitely in terms of the things that I'm interested about, uh, with the path study that I chose being forensic science and chemistry is the concept of funnily enough, psychedelics. Now, the reason I say funnily enough is because Forensic science and psychedelics don't necessarily go hand in hand. Um, Forensic science is more of a law enforcement based approach where, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have already heard some of the stuff about the war on drugs and et cetera, et cetera. So while I'm not necessarily against that direction, um, there is a lot left in science to be discovered as well, which people are starting to discover. Um, Going back to certain ancient um, anecdotes and experiences and the documentation of those to now where you have researchers in places like um, the big universities like Yale or John Hopkins and so on and so forth studying psychedelics and the impact that they can have on um, someone's neural pathways and their mental health and so on and so forth. Because... A lot of these psychedelics, some of them naturally acquired, some of them synthetic, um, have been found to have some ability to help with these treatments like depression, anxiety, PTSD, and so on and so forth because of their ability to, to put it simply, rewire some of your neural pathways. So this was something that I expanded on in my uh, capstone project for graduation, where I did some research on uh, DMT, ayahuasca, MDMA, and LSD. Um, Now, full disclosure, I've never done any of these. Um, So I have no firsthand experience of what people go through. And all the 
information that I have is purely research-based or just based off of um, listening to people talk about it. I've heard quite a few people talk about their experiences with DMT and ayahuasca and LSD and MDMA and how it's helped them break down some of the things that they had buried within themselves and also sort of give them a sense of clarity about their lives. And for me, as a human being, I think we live in a generation where everybody is struggling in some way or the other. And unfortunately, everybody will go through these struggles. But I do think there's an avenue where people can study and do some research and figure things out to help with these struggles because at the end of the day I'm sure there's there's an argument for either side in the sense that why do we need psychedelics when we already have some um, medication in the market so I can see both sides of the argument um, I'm mainly sort of going to be biased here in this case because I am curious about that avenue and I'm just going to ponder on that and sort of touch on that as what that has to as to what that has to do for my future so yeah I mean that topic in itself psychedelics and how they have an impact on the brain and as someone who is who has an interest in spirituality and leans on that side um and religion and so on and so forth there is this weird inter interconnected, um, I guess, domains. If I don't know if that's the right word, but there's a lot of connected things going on over there, which can further a lot more things. Because psychedelics like ayahuasca are known to have a huge spiritual impact on a human being. I'm not going to bore you all with too much of the details, but basically it's... Um, to the main component being DMT, which is the substance, dimethyltryptamine is a chemical name, which takes you on that journey, if you will. But ayahuasca is like this tea-based drink that's made with two herbs mainly. One is the plant that supplies the DMT, and the other is the one that inhibits its digestion by the liver. Because, again, I'm getting too sciencey. Uh, over here, but I guess I'm geeking out a little, but um, it has to do with our body's first pass um, metabolism in terms of how it digests the substances that our bodies consume. So our body does have the ability to digest DMT in, in a sense that it will reduce the impact that it can have on you and the sort of trip that you take. But the, the addition of the other herb, or mala alkaloids, I believe is a term that I'm looking for, they have the ability to sort of drag out that trip. So anyway, like people go through those uh, trips and it's believed that there's a motherly figure that's talking to you and guiding you through some of your implicit memories and some of the things that you have stored within you and sort of helping you just digest all of that. And also, <laughs> this is maybe the awkward part about it. Um, it's believed to be a cleansing process in a way that a lot of people at retreats, when guided by shamans, tend to also shit themselves 
excuse me, and throw up a lot um, as a part of this process. But anyway, bringing it back to my goals and my aspirations, I'm very much fascinated about how this can help us become better human beings. Um, and also, I'm interested in how yoga and like breathing exercises like certain pranayamas and like which are called breathing exercises basically um certain patterns of breathing and how they can influence a person's well-being from multiple facets be it physical or mental so that's something that i'm really curious about i haven't maybe fleshed out all the details out here because i don't want to get to uh, I don't want to get far deep into the rabbit hole, but it's something that I'm interested in. And um, if graduate school is something that I do want to go and study, not that I don't want to, but if graduate school is something that is in my future, that's something that I might want to work to work. I might want to work towards and sort of learn about. And one of the other reasons why that fascinates me so much is probably also because of my interest in psychology. Um, <laughs> I have had this thought sometimes where I wonder why I didn't choose psychology as a course of study. Um, but I mean, here I am. I'm happy where I'm happy with where I am, and I'm grateful for everything that I've gotten from it, because that's made me the person that I am today, and it's helped me find this aspect of psychedelics and chemical compounds and biochemistry and neural pathways and etc, 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 that is now also making me interested about psychology and behavioral health and so on and so forth. But anyway, that's sort of the near future, I guess, in the sense that I am really fascinated by those things and in terms of education and work and so on and so forth, I'd love to be able to take that avenue and gain some experience and just learn. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot left to be discovered in this world. As much as, you know, there's figures out there in the world that say, if you're sort of attacking them, you're attacking science. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. You probably know when I say that phrase. But... This, there's there's a lot of this sense of ideology that we've reached the pinnacle in some sense. But I'm not saying that this is rampant and everybody believes in this, but or maybe that's maybe a mischaracterization of the actual sort of I don't want to call it an issue, but an actual sort of perspective in that we tend to forget that we don't know everything. And this is something that I'm curious about. And I think there's already a lot of work. There's a lot of, excuse me, there's already quite a bit of groundwork that has been done in this avenue. So it's just something that I'm curious about to where I'd like to find out more and see what I can learn from it. Um, so yeah, that's basically what I aspire to do in terms of my academics and my curiosities and what I studied. Because it fascinates me. I mean, excuse me, there's a lot of fascinating things about humans in general. Like, the, the sort of existence that we have as humans and how we are connected 
Oh, my camera decides to crash again. I am so sorry. Just give me one moment while I turn this back up. This is really awkward now. I will need to figure out a way to fix this. But I will keep going for now. Anyway. Anyway. I think there's a lot left to be discovered about human existence that we can pick up on uh, through studying, through research, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's something that I'd like to contribute myself to and sort of give myself to that cause in some sense um, and see where life takes me. Now, I probably will make the statement again while I'm closing out the show, but nobody knows what the future holds. You know what you want. You, excuse me. <laughs> you might know what you want out of the future, but you don't know what, how the future will exactly pan out to be. So, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to be the kind of guy that ties my expectations to a specific thing and then be disappointed. Does that mean that I won't push myself to get something that I want? Absolutely not. I will do everything in my power to get what I want and achieve the goals that I have in mind. But then, I mean, if the universe and if God wills that I go in a certain direction, then so be it. Because I do believe that things happen for a reason and that there might be something better on the, there might be something better on the horizon that I am probably just not seeing or I'm being blinded by the expectations and the emotions that I'm sort of front-loading with the goals that I have. So anyway, that's just a bit about my goals as a person, as a human. Well, I mean, my goals with this, they're also my goals as a person anyway, but like from the sense of an academic perspective, I believe, I guess that's a better way of framing it. Moving on to the goals and the aspirations I have or the future for this tiny endeavor that I've taken on is I want to expand it in some sense. Now, <laughs> you've probably heard me say this somewhere on an episode or on Instagram or whatever, <laughs> that uh, TikTok is cancerous. Uh, just in its, just in the impact it has negatively on our attention. Um, and I'm totally going to sound as a, I'm totally going to sound like a hypocrite as I'm making this statement. But I do believe that there is a lot of reach with a platform like a TikTok or an Instagram Reels in India and so on. So eventually I do hope to maybe do some work on there, like maybe on TikTok or on um, Instagram Reels or on both or on YouTube Shorts for that matter, because now that's a thing too. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a thought that I've honestly been having for quite a while now because... In terms of wanting to seek growth on this avenue of content creation, those one-minute clips, 15-second clips, 30-second clips are doing a lot more numbers than this one-hour podcast that you're probably going to listen to. Is I don't want to call it unfortunate, but it's just the time of it's just the times that we live in. Um, so I would like more eyes to come to this 
product because I think there's something for everybody to take away from it. Like from a deeper sense of relating to one another. Because I don't think every conversation that I've had has explicitly sort of mentioned something being like, oh, this is how you can relate to one another and so on. Even though I asked the question towards the end of how people relate to one another. I do think that through the personal stories that people have, there's a lot more that you, the listener, or you, the watcher, can gain just from hearing those stories out because there's something that you might share in common and might relate to from that sense. So to bring more eyes to this main product, I might have to take on TikTok as a project um, and sort of just help build this even more. So I don't necessarily have a timeline on when I want to get that started because personally, there are a few things that I need to fix within my head and within my body um, as a human being. So I will probably shine more light on that when the time comes because I personally am not necessarily aware of when I want to take that on as a challenge. Um, the other thing that I want to do with this is also start uploading clips. Excuse me. I want to start uploading clips of the podcast so that people can catch smaller sections um, if they don't have the time to sit down and listen to the whole thing. Because, I mean, yeah, I get it. Uh, these can go from somewhere between 45 to 50 minutes to about an hour and a half to sometimes even two hours because <laughs> I've had all of those conversations. Our, our, the episodes have been of multiple lengths within that range. So I'd just like to maybe break it down in some sense and help people maybe catch the smaller bits and pieces of the podcast uh, when they may be traveling from one place to another or if they're walking from one class to the other, walking to the grocery store or whatever it may be. So, you know, I want to add to that as well. And uh, same, like with the TikTok thing, I don't necessarily have a fixed date or number as to when I'm going to want to put this out. But I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop because, I mean, you guys have been in the loop. Uh, like, you know, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, I do feel, and this is me probably rambling and going off in a bit of a tangent, or going off on a bit of a tangent, excuse me, but I've had moments where I don't feel like I've kept you all in the loop, especially when some podcasts didn't come out or some things didn't go out the way they were supposed to. And I'm really sorry about that. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird mental headspace, I guess. Um, but I will definitely keep you all in the loop about this and let you all know about what or when rather the TikTok page or the clips page will come up, come out to be a thing. So just be on the lookout for that. And I mean, if you have any suggestions, feel free to DM them to me on Instagram or on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, um, which is at Chetty Pratik. And I'll have that in the description as well. So you can always follow me on there as well. Uh, but yeah, those are the two things in the new... Those are the two things in the near future. But from the perspective of the larger future that exists, I honestly don't know where this will take me, like, to be brutally honest. 
Um, do I have certain visions? Of course I do. I'm a human being after all, and I have certain dreams and certain expectations and certain uh, visualizations as to what I want from this. Um, but I... Like I mentioned earlier, maybe this is a mental battle that I'm having with myself, but I don't want to set... I don't want to marry myself to expectations so much that I end up being disappointed with myself if those things don't come... if those things don't work out the way I want them to work out. So... As much as I want many different things, I'm going to keep a level head and work towards all of those things to the best of my ability, as I mentioned, and achieve the goals that I can and take the path that the puppeteers above have. Um, I guess decided is a bit too strong of a word in this context, but have sort of drawn out for me. So... In that sense, I'd still love to keep doing this for as long as I can, which I've already mentioned in the previous episode as well. Because I do get a lot of happiness from just talking to people. And my camera goes out again. And I... <laughs> audio listeners... Uh, excuse me. Audio listeners are probably not getting a lot of trouble from this. But for those of you who are watching this on YouTube or on Spotify, you can probably see a huge uh, USB cord sign on the screen. But as I walk towards my phone and try to change it, um, and my voice is probably going to sound a little louder because I'm very close to the mic, uh, but now I'm not, I'm back. I need to get this figured out soon. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but it did happen another day, or it did happen, excuse me, a few days back too when I was recording with somebody, uh, which you'll probably see <laughs> here in a couple of weeks. Um, but anyway... Uh, going back to what I was talking about. Um, yeah, you never know what the future holds. However, you do want to work towards the future that you want. And at the same time, accept what Providence has for you and take on that path. Because if I'm going to be upset about the things that I've gotten in life, then I'm never going to be happy. And I've said this multiple times before. But I'm also going to share this small anecdote as I'm talking about um, happiness and being upset and so on. I was taking the Uber while I used to live in Oklahoma. And the Uber driver just seemed in such a good mood. He was playing some beautiful music, uh, music that I hadn't listened to. Um, I think it was the name of the band was Robert Randolph and the Family Band, for those of you interested. Um, I hope I'm not making, I hope I'm not spelling the wrong band out there, but, um, yeah, we were just having this conversation and I mean, honestly, um, <laughs> some conversations with Uber drivers are just beautiful, even though they're so short lived. But anyway, before I get into a tangent, another tangent, I'm going to try and stay on this tangent for a little while. Um, I remember having a conversation with him and he said, happiness is a choice. Now, I know that that's a very loaded statement to make because everybody's life experiences are very different. And unfortunately, some souls are 
born into bodies that are part of really terrible situations and living conditions and environments and so on. So it's really unfortunate because it's very hard for a person in that situation to to know that there's any better out in the world. That being said, I do think that you reach a certain age, and this is different for everybody, and in no way is this belittling one person or another, but everybody sort of reaches a stage of realization at a very different point in life. It might be a result of things changing drastically, or it might be a result of you just being in your own head for too long. Um, but there is a certain level of control that you do have on how happy you are as a human being. And I've, uh, I've heard this a lot, and assuming some of you, especially if you're of Asian descent, might have probably heard this in some proverb or some idiom somewhere but i'm gonna butcher this and i don't remember it if it was a specific idiom or if it was a proverb but something along the lines of how um the people who don't have much in life are probably the most happiest in comparison to those that have a lot in life because they're constantly maybe being fueled by greed or they're just not happy um, because maybe other things are not right with their life. But we do have the conscious ability to choose how we react to certain things. And in that sense, I really agree with what the Uber driver told me. Uber driver wisdom um, <laughs> that happiness is a choice. Um but to tie this back into our topic of conversation, which is the future, irrespective of where my life ends up, I want to be able to see the silver lining in things. To see that there is something good that might come out of this. And to see that I can be happy, even though I might be going through a rough patch. So, and that's something that I hope that people can do and reflect on as well. Because at the end of the day, while we don't control a lot of the external things, we do control what happens within this piece of flesh and bones. And for audio listeners, I was just pointing and gesticulating towards my head. Um, so, yeah. But I do hope to achieve all the visions and visualizations that I have had over this period of time. And as the time is right, I'll probably talk about them a little more and dig deeper into them. Um, but for now, I just want to say thank you again for being a part of this journey. And I hope to have you be a part of what's to come in the future. As I'm talking about this, I realized that I didn't necessarily have a plan for Bish Bash Bosh. Um, so I'm probably going to do what I did last week again. <laughs> but last week was planned. I did plan the last, I did plan what I wanted to do for Bish Bash Bosh last week, but I didn't necessarily think about it for this week. But I will on the fly, which I'll do the same thing, but I'll grab a different book. So please give me a second. 
you'll probably not see this as being as long, but because <laughs> I'll probably cut this part out, or maybe I won't. Um, but give me a few seconds and I will be right back. Or you know what? Maybe I'll talk as I leave. I'm just going to walk towards this place where all my books are at. And okay, I have grabbed the book that I actually bought with um, the autobiography of a yogi for those of you who've watched the previous episode. And this is Oh, the light is, there's a lot of glare, huh? Um, believe us. Um, it's a book related to soccer, or football, as the Europeans would call it. And it's about the soccer team Liverpool Football Club. Now, to give my sort of brief about my feelings on soccer and such. I grew up sort of following it in some sense, but... I heard this phrase thrown around somewhere called a plastic fan. And I guess that's what I was up until the World Cup that happened in Russia in 2018. There was just something about that tournament that grabbed me into soccer or football and the narratives that it has for players, for teams, and so on and so forth. And the one really inspiring narrative that I found through all of this was of Liverpool Football Club. And this book was, uh, again, the name of the book is Believe Us. And it was written by uh, Melissa Reddy, who I believe is a journalist as well, working in the UK. Um, and it's just a story that fascinates me because of the ups and downs that the football club itself has had. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. These are football clubs with a billion, billion dollars worth of wealth or whatever. Um, so you can't necessarily compare it financially in that scale, but just the narrative of Jurgen Klopp, this figure that we see on the book, and his sort of philosophy as a human being, and how his philosophy fueled the team to finally win the Premier League, which is the top title of, I guess, club football within the UK. And that story was really fascinating to me as someone who really started to follow soccer and football, or football rather, as the Europeans would call it. Um, and, or as the rest of the world would call it, actually. Soccer is the only word, soccer is mostly just used in America, or the United States, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know why. Past two episodes have been burping as burping quite a bit as I've been talking. Maybe I'm just a little gassy. But anyway, <laughs> let's not go into that tangent. Uh, for the segment of Bish Bash Bosh, I am going to pick out some words from this book and respond to them in three words or in three phrases. So let's get the show on the road with Bish Bash Bosh for this episode with page number 103. And the word that I pick out is reawakening. Re reawakening in this instance is the title of, I believe, the next chapter in this book. And it's quite an interesting word to pick out because it's just I, I just gravitated towards it because we all reawaken in some sense. And the three words that I can think of with regards to reawakening is 
sleep for some reason. Um, eyes and challenge. If I was to sort of piece out why I chose those words, I believe I looked at it from the perspective of us probably being asleep and having to be woken up to sort of visualize the world that's in front of us through our eyes and be able to take on the challenges that come out of you reawakening as a person. Cool. Second word comes from page number 47 and the word is team. <laughs> the, the reason that I probably gravitated towards this is because it was in the capital. It was in capital letters and in inverted commas. Um, so my eyes went straight right there. The three things that come to my mind as I say the word team is probably tribe, belief, and strength. A lot of major content creators that you see today have a tribe behind them. They have people who are working for the cause be it temporarily or permanently. And they're giving themselves to it all. So you need that tribe that has the belief to further the vision that you have. And the third word that I says, said escapes my mind at this point. Um, but I do believe that, okay, it's back now. And I believe I said strength. And as that proverb, proverb goes, there's strength in unity. You know, there's only so there's only so much far you can go as a one man army or a one woman army or a one person army. You know, there's there's only so much you can achieve by yourself in comparison to how much you can achieve with a tribe behind you that believe in the cause. OK, so moving on to the third word. And this comes from page number 183, and that is hailing, for some reason. Uh, and <laughs> hailing, I guess, this might be a bit of a phrase, but the first one is, I am from. The second word is, or a phrase again, is child of the universe. And the third one is, Belonging. I'm probably just going to let those sink in because I believe that they're very deep phrases and words that I use there. And I think that that's just something that we need to reflect on as human beings. So I will let that sink in and I'll let you reflect on that. Um, trifecta. Moving on to word number four, which comes from page number 15. And the word that pops into my mind there's actually quite a few words calling out to me so i'm gonna scan through the page <laughs> i'm gonna scan through the page and see if i can find something um that okay i think i'm gravitating towards deal um because in the world of soccer there's a lot of deals that are done between multiple clubs in like the transfer of players from one club to another and so on so in that, can, in that sense, I'll, I'll use the words materialism, buying, and facing. 
maybe from the perspective of dealing with something. Cool. So the fifth word and the last word for this segment, but never the least, is from page number 228 and it is responsibility. And the three phrases or words that come to my mind are taking ownership, belief again, and self... Hmm. I want to go with self-esteem. Sure, I think I'll go with self-esteem. Because I was thinking of self-trust as well, but I'll stick with that. Um, and as I was about to close out this segment of Wish Bash Wash, my camera decides to die on me again. But I'll keep talking, it's okay. Things happen. And I really apologize for those of you watching. For those of you listening, it's probably not a huge deal. But for those of you watching, I'm really apologetic to you. I'm really sorry for um, <laughs> the very amateur stuff that's happening on here today. And for what might happen in one of the episodes that's going to come out. Because I did battle with this previously as well. But yeah, that was the segment of Bish Bash Bosh. And thank you again. Like I've said this in the previous episode and I'll reiterate it again. I'm really thankful for you, um, for you specifically, <laughs> or for you all, if there's multiple people listening to this at once, together, because you were the few people that joined this thing at the start, not knowing what you might maybe get out of it. Um, but I'm thankful that y'all opened your minds and hearts to what this random kid from a coastal town in Karnataka in Mangalore called Ma uh, bleh. A kid from a coastal town called Mangalore in, Karna in the state of Karnataka from India who's now living in Avon, Colorado <laughs> of the United States. Jeez, life is so wild. You don't know where you end up in one moment and where you are in the next. But anyway, I'm thankful for you for being a part of this journey. And I hope to bring you along to what the future has ahead for us all. Thank you so much once again for listening or watching and for being a part of all of this. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to like, make sure to do all that fun stuff. Um, and... Always feel free to share your feelings towards something that you hear me talk about on here, be it through Instagram or Twitter, or even Facebook for that matter, if, you, <laughs> if you're friends with me on Facebook. But yeah, feel free to reach out to me, and if you want to have a conversation, I'm always open to having a conversation, be it live on air or recorded, or just through mediums of texting. So thank you once again for being a part of all of this, and I hope to take you on a beautiful journey in the future um, and don't forget to stay safe and take care I got those flipped around and that's okay <laughs> and don't forget to keep your mind open to different perspectives because you never know random relatability might just be around the corner